In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Chain reactions are an amazing thing to watch because uh, each step, each part, then sets in motion automatically the next. It's like lining up a, a whole row of dominoes, knocking the first one down, and then watching the chain reaction. Well, where we are in Revelation, we are watching a spiritual chain reaction, a divine chain reaction of judgment. And this is no game. This is, this is not some light, flippant thing. This is extremely serious because God is dealing in sequence with sinners, with Satan, with a sin-cursed world, in one judgment after another, after another, after another. We are in Revelation chapter 8 looking at what is referred to as the trumpet judgments. You remember first there were seven seal judgments. Now we're in the midst of the seven trumpet judgments that follow it. And uh, just like the seal judgments, they're divided into four and then three. So there's a break between the two. We've studied the first four in Revelation chapter 8. And when you come to verse number 13 of Revelation 8, this is what you read. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. And by the way, if you're looking at your Bible in Revelation 8, 13, the end of the verse has an exclamation point on it. This is not some casual, light, flippant thing. No, this is deeply serious. Uh, this is full of emotion. When God says, Woe, that's a word of warning. When God says, Woe, that's a word of ultimate judgment. In fact, in Scripture, there are frequently words that God, it seems, reserves for the most extreme cases. Well, woe is one of those words. It is found throughout the Bible only at the most a severe judgment. It is a sobering word and a strong word. And it is the word that God uses to describe the last three trumpet judgments. If you, if you think the first four were bad, he says the last three are going to be even worse. You see, the first four trumpet judgments in many ways are war judgments, but the last three are woe judgments. God puts a, a certain severity on these three judgments. Well, what are they? When you come to Revelation chapter 9, verse 1, this is what you find. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. So... Here's the fifth trumpet judgment. It's found in Revelation chapter 9, beginning in verse number 1, all the way down through verse number 12. I would challenge you to read these verses for yourself. It is very descriptive and very destructive. What is this trumpet judgment? It is literally a host of demons, demonic power unleashed on the earth. The bottomless pit is open. Well, well where is the bottomless pit? Uh, this is God's ultimate place of judgment. This is 
hell as we would frequently refer to it. This is uh, the place of Satan's abode. And when it is opened up, the Bible says that locusts came out of that pit. Uh, you'll remember in the Old Testament, one of the plagues upon Egypt was a plague of locusts. What did the locusts do? They devoured everything in their sight. Uh, they destroyed. What's well, a picture here of these uh, demonic powers, the hounds of hell, if you will, destroying, consuming everything in their path. And it is a frightening thing to behold. No wonder God says, woe. Then, when you come to verse number 13, you read this, And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year, for to slay the third part of men. So here we have the sixth trumpet judgment, beginning in verse 13 down through the end of that chapter, verse number 21. And what is the sixth trumpet judgment? Well, according to the Bible, it's four fallen angels leading a great army into battle. In fact, if you read this entire portion of Scripture, there are a number of uh, numbers given to us here. For example, uh, there are 200 million people marching into battle, if you look at the numbers. Uh, the, the length of time is given, 13 months and a day. Can you imagine a battle, 200 million people fighting for 13 months and a day? What we're viewing here in the sixth trumpet judgment is unbelievable carnage. Can you imagine the bloodshed? Can you imagine the death? And if you think, well, this must be the battle of Armageddon. No, this is not even Armageddon yet. Uh, many people believe that the battle described here in the sixth trumpet judgment is the Russian invasion of Israel. Perhaps that's the case, but whatever it is, it is something so awful. God says, woe to those who are living on earth at that time. So, the fifth trumpet judgment, demons unleashed. The sixth trumpet judgment, four fallen angels leading an army into, into battle and destroying. There remains one more judgment, the seventh trumpet judgment. Now, uh, may I just show you something very interesting? Just like the seal judgments had a parenthesis between them, do you remember? When we got near the end, there was a little parenthesis, a little parenthetical portion of Scripture where God reminded us He was still in charge and He was still at work. He does the same thing in the trumpet judgments. I just want to pause and worship the Lord and say, Thank you, God, for the reminder that in all things you are sovereign and that you have everything under control. Because chapter 10, as a matter of fact, from chapter 10, verse 1, through chapter 11 and verse number 13, is really parenthetical. And we'll come back to this portion of Scripture very soon. Uh, but basically, it just reminds us that God is sovereign and at work in it all. So you have to come to chapter 11, beginning in verse 14 down through verse 19, to see the seventh trumpet judgment. Come to Revelation 11, verse 14, and you read this. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. Oh, do you see a bright spot here? The seventh trumpet judgment is the declaration that Christ is King of all. You see, when you get to the end of judgment, God always has the victory. When you get to the end of the tragedy, Christ always has the triumph. I'll leave you with this closing thought today. At the end of Revelation 11, there are two responses to this declaration. In verse 16, 
The four and twenty elders, remember that's the church, which sat before God on their seats, fell upon their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. Friends, we're in that number. We're worshipping. But in the next verse, it says, And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was open in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the ark of the testament, and there were lightnings, and voices, and thunderings, and an earthquake, and great hail. As surely as there will be people in heaven worshiping, there will be those on earth rebelling. Here are the two responses. You either love Christ or you hate Him. There is no middle ground. There is no neutral. And isn't that also the case today? Two responses to Christ. There are those who are true worshipers and those who are rebellers. I wonder, do you love Him? Or do you stand against Him today? Because God says, woe, woe, woe to those who rebel against God. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.